0: Hey Mules and Jennies, this is Austin and Carson and we're here from the Career Services Center and welcome to the Mules with a Mission podcast.
1: Thank you for joining us. Today we are going to talk about resumes and getting your foot in the door and today we have a very special guest who is a staff member in our office, Chelsea Peters.
2: Hi everyone, it's good to be here. I'm excited to talk about this.
1: That's great. Um, So today, um, a big part of the resume um, is networking with it. So a big question that we came up with for you is how to get a resume ready for the upcoming expos.
2: So to get best prepared for the expo, you'll definitely want to kind of start researching employers that you want to visit with, uh, get to know your industry, um, and really think about what you kind of want to get across to them. So you'll want to definitely tailor your resume to each employer and such as like, if they have a job available, um you'll want to look into that and truly start to build out some keywords that you found in the job description um, and get that on your resume i mean obviously don't lie and say that you've done all these crazy things and that they're looking for um so you'll you definitely want to try and figure out what they're looking for how your skill sets build into that and tailor your resume to that Um, that's one of the biggest things to best prepare Um, and then obviously when you put it on handshake and get it up available for recruiters to look at um, just make sure, obviously, you have the correct version for them to see. Everything's up to date.
0: Well, thanks for letting us know how to get ready for the upcoming expo. So now that we're kind of on the topic of resumes and a little bit about what they are, what are the top five misconceptions about resumes that, you know, you've kind of seen and experienced through your experiences?
2: So I did a little bit of research about this and a little bit of thought, and then it was I struggled a little bit. But it's, it's a different way to think about resumes because, of course, we're always just like, these are all the facts about it. But the misconceptions kind of gives a different idea about it. And one of the biggest things that I've heard from students and have, I've seen is that resumes are enough to get you a job, and that is false. So resumes help you get your foot in the door for an interview, similar to what this, this title is, how to get yourself into the door. So they matter, and it's always good to submit a cover letter unless otherwise instructed by the employer. Um, And because you really want to stand out so that resume is gonna you want it to be perfect You want to just make sure that you're getting the attention of the employer, but it's not going to guarantee you a job It's definitely get that interview then you'll be able to speak to your experiences and then talk to the employer from there to then get a job Mm So, second misconception is that any resume will do as long as it has your experiences and extra stuff on there. That's not true. You'll definitely want to tailor, as I had talked about before. Um, You don't want to just resume blast the same resume to every recruiter, every employer, because I mean, they can easily see that um, depending on, especially if you're at one employer and you're trying to apply to different jobs. I mean, everyone has different skill sets that are needed, different job descriptions, so you'll want to. Take a look at all those descriptions. Just make sure you tailor it to your resume and you'll be on your way. Third misconception is it's good to put a summary on a, of accomplishments, skills, etc., or an objective statement on your resume. So that's not true either. Um, we've seen this trend shift in a lot of recruiting that it, we used to be able to do that, but it's not really needed unless you're making a huge career change and that's not even seen unless you're like 10 years, 15 years in your career, and you're just like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of marketing. I want to become a gardener. So <laughs> you don't, you don't really need that on there, especially because I mean, music days, you're all just gonna be recent graduates. You're gonna want to keep your education first, and then move on from there with all your experiences and relative experience. So that's the best thing to start with. And then four is a CV or a curriculum vitae, or vitae several ways of pronunciation is the same thing as a resume so that is not true they can be easily confused but the primary difference between a resume and a CV is the length and the content so this really is dependent upon your discipline and things that you're willing to go into and we can work with you in Career Services on this for sure but um, it's a more comprehensive layout of your accomplishments and there's usually a a focus on research and like presentations going to conferences things like that and just your applied experiences and more in depth explaining that and number five start with a template that is an absolute no no friends don't do that so templates are good to see formatting but not actually to use for your resume so you can use that as like a creative brief to say okay hey i kind of like this formatting but the best way to do that is to just build out on a word document or a google doc and try and Throw them out that way. So definitely don't start out with a, a template to to use because it doesn't grow with you, and you grow with your experience. It is very hard to manipulate over time. So it's about to start fresh, start blank, and move on from there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for kind of giving us an insight and some of the misconceptions about resumes. Now that we kind of talked about those, what are the top ten facts you have about resumes?
2: Top ten facts. All right. Some of these may seem redundant, but I don't think they are. So we're just gonna go through those. So the first one is a big question that we get from a lot of students, and it's one versus two pages. So which one best suits for me? We'd like to say that one fits all and say just one page is perfectly enough, but of course some people do more in their academic career than others and hold on to more experiences. So as a general rule of thumb, one page is probably best. Um, a lot of recent graduates don't have like a ton of experience that warrants two pages. Because the thing you'll want to remember is that you either want to fill one full page or fill two full pages. So you don't want to stretch it and have a lot of white space to try and like squeeze it out to make sure oh it looks great because the we can see the white space it's there it's apparent. So, um, really take that into consideration and there's all different sections you can use like relevant coursework or volunteer experience and really just trying to figure out what your experiences are and what they line, what's relevant to the, the job and what's really going to get that attention of the recruiter. So that's something to keep in mind, but as a general rule, probably one unless you think you can fit full two pages. The next one, number two, is formatting matters. So you don't wanna do some crazy fonts or crazy colors or like sections that are all over the place. It's just, it can get, the creative liberty Sometimes is fun but it's not always the best way to go <laughs> because we've seen some crazy creative resumes that are awesome to look at but probably won't get the attention of either a computer software to pull it through to get the eyes of a recruiter on it. Um, and you don't wanna put your picture on there and just like, or any kind of crazy doodles. Um, But it's also important to pay attention to your industry. So a design and drafting student or like um, Digital media is what I was gonna say. Digital media might have more creative so they can add a few more colors and things like that But if you're in education or if you want to just go into like accounting or finance Those are typically just plain Jane. They just want to see your information and your experiences and take it from there. Number three, education is the first thing on your resume you should have underneath your heading um, because you're you're in college and it should be on there, I'd say for at least two years after graduation because you're still fresh out of your degree. And that's usually the limit for a lot of uh, employers to to say that you're a recent grad at least i know for usa jobs it is that way for sure um, because that's just their threshold so i mean you're a recent alum you've just graduated your degree that's super important and you want to highlight that skill so that should be at your top don't hide it at the bottom you've worked too hard for that so definitely put that on the top and highlight that number four proofreading is important friends i cannot stress this enough I tell students all the time that proofreading is so important. Please do that. Have your friends look at it. Have your aunt. Have your uncle. Have the career services office. Have our peer advisors. Lovely Austin and Carson. Have them look at it. Seventy-seven percent of resumes are disqualified because of grammatical errors. That's a lot. You don't want to be part of that seventy-seven percent. You want to get through to the recruiter and you want to have them look at it and say, hey. This person's a qualified candidate I want to hire them get them on my team they're a best fit so just make sure you take that extra time have their eyes on it don't just say it's good because you never know what someone else might catch
1: we also have a lovely writing center in our library that does services and helps with grammatical errors so you have lovely people over there that can help you
2: not not not
1: <laughs> <comment>. <laughs> have your resume disqualified. So use them for grammatical errors, but I think for content, definitely have it checked with us in Career Services, because they can help a little bit with content, but not to where you're gonna need it. But definitely use the Writing Center as well as a resource for grammatical errors.
2: For sure, awesome call out. They're great people over there. Number five, targeting is key. So I had mentioned before that you definitely want to tailor your resume and one of the biggest ways to do that is obviously to look at the different job descriptions, look at where your skill sets align in those jobs, what would be most beneficial to the employer, pretty much how can you best translate yourself into that role and really showcase that on the resume. Um, And I'll talk a little bit more about that here down farther the list on how to do that. you only get once you're in a recruiter's hands. You're only going to get six to eight seconds of review time. They really just take a quick glance at it. So you'll want to have your more relevant information at the top. Again, look at that job description, translate that over. Um, your education at the top, like I had said before. Um, so you really want to keep your most important experiences higher in your resume to catch the detection, and you'll have that different uh, sections to help you do that as well. Uh, keywords is number six. So. I keep running this over, but review the job description, guys. (laughs) Look at those keywords if it says it a lot. A lot of those skill sets are in there that they're looking for. Um, Definitely put that on your resume. Don't stretch the truth of what you've done, Um, but figure out where you align with that employer and how you can best fit their team. Number seven, quantify what you can on your resume. So definitely try and understand how you can best give data and numbers to what your experiences have uh, done for your past employers or even the current one that you are in or going to translate out of. So for an example, I increased, well you would just start with increased, but increased productivity in my department, great. There's a lot of questions that could also be raised from that. Um, what department, but more specifically, how or what was your increase in productivity. So translated to increased productivity by 25% in my department through team building exercises, efficient trainings, and implementing open door communication. That gives a lot of different skill sets that you have, but also shows that you know how to work well with a team. You know how to get in there and try and fix a problem and then learn from it in future uh, endeavors. So really quantify where you can. That could be from something like that, to sales goals, to just highlighting your experiences that way. Number eight, highlight your skills in experience bullets. So to highlight your skills and avoid kind of like fluff, um, so, just putting like, filler words in there, things that really don't make sense. Um, don't just tell what you're, that you provide extraordinary customer service Demonstrate How did you do that? So, similar to the previous example, show how you've increased that productivity through different things that you've done in your role. And think about how you did that in your role and then why was it important. So that will help translate to that to the employer. Uh, leading into number nine, fluff versus facts. <laughs> make sure your information is truthful and don't stretch or lie or like expand the truth of what it is. Uh, make sure you're keeping an honest face to that because that'll make an, a good impression on the employer. And then ten, in any section, keep your experiences in reverse chronological order. Make sure your most recent experiences are listed first. Um, and that's per section. So, of course, the sections can be moved around, but make sure your your stuff's in order.
0: Awesome. Just a couple more things on resumes. Uh, Just to kind of make your stuff or your experiences stand out just a little bit more, Um, use different formatting cues like bolding and just different things like that. Um, It just really stands out to the employer a little bit more. And as often as you can, you want to make sure you can throw some numbers in there as well because employers love seeing numbers and it it just really stands out a lot more to them and they'll notice it and you'll stand out from the crowd, especially if you do add those things. So,
1: Absolutely. Alright, so Chelsea, I get the fun task of asking you our building block question. And it's just a little personal question that's some fun to get you kind of off topic and we can learn more about you. Okay. Um, So the question for today is, what would you do with an extra $1,000 to spend only on yourself?
2: Oh, man, there's so much I could do with a grand <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, the adult thing to do is say, pay bills. But I would really just love to take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, beach nears, I'd love to do that. Um, of course, I'd probably invite some of my family because that's important to me. But, yeah, probably just take a vacation, especially if, if I had the capability to walk away from <laughs> some of the pandemic things and just hide in a little cubby somewhere. That'd be fine. But yeah, we're making the best of it. So I think where
1: would you go? You said you wanted to see a beach. Do you have a specific place in mind or just anywhere that's not here? Probably
2: anywhere that has a beach
1: at this point.
2: Um, I'd maybe go back home to New Jersey and see some family and visit the beaches there. But like I, if I'm going to pick any beach and I had a grant, I'd probably pick like some other beach that I haven't been to. So <laughs> California seems crazy, but that might be fun. Or somewhere in the south or just take it all tropical. Just so will just
0: go tropical. Very true. Just
2: not during hurricane season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's all we have for you today thank you guys for tuning in if you have any questions concerns or just like to have a conversation or schedule an appointment anything like that uh, you can reach us at 660-543-4985 email us at careers at ucmo.edu and we are in Ward Edwards 1200 uh, between admissions and um, Financial aid. financial aid yeah that's the word Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would love to come by and see us make an appointment ask any questions feel free to do that and we will see you all in the next video Have
1: a great day, bye guys. everyone